welcome back to Butter With That, uh, our movie podcast with a bunch of friends from Philadelphia talk about movies and stuff. Uh, I'm hosting this week uh, for our, I keep wanting to say friends and family, it is food and family (laughs) category. (laughs) Friends too. Uh, And and friends. The friends we make along the way. We are the friends and yeah. Well, maybe friends. Maybe friends. We're actually all recording from different spots right now um, because we can't stand being in the same room together, so... (laughs) um great (laughs) so on that note um how how are people doing is there anything that you guys like want to talk about that you've seen lately or excited about i saw a very interesting movie called christine that our friend christine recommended the Um, other christine the other christine about a recommended i haven't actually seen it but (laughs) it's a movie that i wanted to watch um starring rebecca hall and um um, Michael C. Hall plays Dexter about a news reporter in the 1970s in Florida who commits suicide on live television. Mm. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I know that um, story. Christine Chubbuck. Yeah. And so there's also a documentary that Christine, our friend, was telling us about, telling me about, about how like you can't make a movie about this, but then there's like, well, we're going to make a movie about it. And they came out right next to each other. Weird. Yeah. So I thought the movie was came out in pretty the same good. Year. I thought the, the Rebecca Hall movie is pretty good. And I definitely want to watch the documentary later. So yeah, I give it. I think I gave it like three stars on Letterbox. Yeah, Sweet. it's an upsetting story, and it's on Netflix. Another movie that's on Netflix that I watched is uh, Dolomite is My Name. I also watched that. Did you like it? I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was okay, cool. wonderful. I'm yeah. so happy to see Eddie Murphy like yes. back sort of like. Wesley Snipes was fucking oh fantastic so in that movie. Funny. He was so funny. A big recommend. Yeah. It's such an enjoyable watch. And uh, it's just a fa- it's like a fascinating true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Rudy Ray Moore is his name. Yes, it is. Um worked his way like stand-up comedian mm-hmm. actor singer um and uh, a little bit of his life and how the movie dolomite got made and yeah it's just such a great watch high big recommend and then they show uh moments from the actual movie oh, that the they're end. like yes. yeah there's the one where it's like he's in bed with a woman and he's like bitch are you for real <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time there yeah there's a great well yeah I yeah, won't, it's so funny. But yeah, um, yeah, it's like weird movie history about like black exploitation and stuff. Um, Have you ever watched any of his movies, like the movies that he made? No, I hear they're the, pretty wild. Garrett has seen Dolomite, and one of the things kept talking about that was that it was funny because Eddie Murphy is much more dynamic of an actor, even playing a bad actor than that like, original guy is. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was one I was thinking about because we we also just saw that. Um, Good Freddie Murphy getting back. Yeah. yeah, it's it's been a while, right? He took a, a pretty serious like hiatus. Um, I forget how long, but yeah. Um, one thing that I saw that I wanted to bring up um, the other night, we watched uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon Night, uh, which I don't know. Has anyone seen that? No. Okay, so it's one of the Tales from the Crypt movies, and it stars uh, Billy Zane and William Sadler and Jada Pinkett Smith. Whoa! Um, it's fucking nuts i think it's 92 minutes long i swear there are 10 movies in that movie it's the craziest thing i've ever seen um i literally forgot i watched a movie when i woke up the next morning like there was so much stuff that i think it actually broke my brain and when garrett was started talking about the movie i was like holy shit i watched the craziest movie of my life last <laughs> night and i totally blanked out uh but billy zane is amazing in it so um i think we watched it on shutter uh but it was a lot of fun and you should definitely check it out if you can yeah 
I watched a Christmas movie already. Um, it's called The Spirit of Christmas. It's on Netflix. It is very much like a Hallmark movie. Here's what I'll say. It wasn't good, but I enjoyed it. Mm. Is there a ghost? Yes. Yes. It is about, basically, it's about this inn that is haunted by the original owner named Daniel. He comes back to life for 12 days every year, and he's done it for like 92 years. Wow. And what a loser. How convenient. <laughs> yeah, how convenient. Well, there is like a reason why it's 12 days, but like, they're whole, like 12 days of Christmas, whatever. I enjoyed it. It okay. wasn't good, but I liked it. Is anyone going to go see Last Christmas? With, uh, what's her face? Khaleesi. Probably not. No. Mm. I still need to get to the theater so I can see Dr. Sleep. I already know about the twist. Oh, Oh, that sounds like an infinite. Dr. Sleep was pretty good. I saw that. Yeah. I'm very Um, excited to see that. I wish it was. I mean, we've just been so spoiled with really excellent television that I wish it was like a six part mini series. Yeah. Mm. But I definitely recommend the movie Dr. Sleep. I thought that was really, really fantastic. Sweet. And I started watching The Crown, season three, with Olivia Coleman. Oh, my God. I started watching The Crown. Oh, my God. You started watching yeah. The Crown. <laughs> I thought of you. Oh, yes. I love Olivia <laughs> Coleman and Helena Bonham Carter and Tobias Menez. I forget his last name. Colin Morgan's in season three, and he was Merlin in Merlin. Also, Merlin is leaving Netflix on December 15th. Watch it while you can. PSA Netflix. <laughs> yeah. We're coming for you. How could you do this to me? Bulk up on The Office and Merlin, as we know you all will. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure all the DVD copies of The Office are sold out on Amazon. People wow. are just like hoarding those. Well, things are getting crazy for physical media, I guess. The streaming wars yes. are here. Uh, well, uh, on that note, <laughs> we're going to go to a time before streaming wars. Uh, <laughs> Was there ever such a time? We're going all the way back to 2002 <laughs> for the Ugh. movie Orange County, oh, uh, which <laughs> I picked for my uh, family movie, and I'll talk a little bit more about that why, but uh, yeah, no, that didn't make it's sense. It's fine. Um, it's directed we'll by- We'll talk more about that. <laughs> why? Because. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the film is directed by Jake Kasdan, who is responsible for the new Jumanji movies. He's responsible yes. for. <laughs> um, the movie Sex Tape. Uh, and he's also done a couple episodes of like The New Girl and Freaks and Geeks and stuff like that. So he's actually been involved in like comedy uh, shows and stuff for a while. But uh, I don't know how the new Jumanji movies are. But there's a second one coming out. Um, With Dane DeVito and Danny Glover. As oh, IMDb shit. keeps reminding me. Um, and yeah it's got like kind of a crazy cast it stars Colin Hanks um, but it also has Jack Black John Lithgow uh, Catherine O'Hara and then in smaller roles uh, Kevin Kline Harold Remus uh, Lily Tomlin and Chevy Chase uh, all in this movie Kevin Kline I know like I I love Kevin Kline. I love him too. He's another person. Like, I was obsessed for whatever reason with A Fish Called Wanda when I was a very young, very young child. Uh, And I have loved Kevin Kline, like, ever since. He's so great. My mom's favorite movie is The Big Chill. And Mm. he's in that, and he's so great. He's great. Oh my God. He was in the live action Beauty and the Beast. I know. I love him. Well, whatever. I know I had like my feels about that, but then I was like, every time they like cast a new person, I was like, oh, I can't say no to this movie. <laughs> oh, and then we watched it together. 
Um, so yeah, uh, for a pretty brief synopsis of the film, uh, the movie Orange County is a comedy. It's about a guy named Sean who comes from like kind of like an affluent family in Orange County, California. Um, Sean is kind of like slacker, stoner, surfer dude, uh, and things kind of change when his friend, what's it, Lenny? Lonnie. Lonnie. Lonnie there we go. died, man. When, when Lonnie dies. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, the stoner friends are so weird and funny yeah. for the little stuff they do in that movie. Um, but after this death, uh, he kind of, uh, Sean starts to kind of rethink his life. Um, he finds a book on the beach from a, writer, a person named uh, Marcus Skinner. Um, he becomes like obsessed with this book and decides he wants to like study under this man and become a writer. Um, and the only way to do that is to go to Stanford. So he has to like get his grades up and do all this work. And then at every turn, uh, this dream gets crushed starting with uh the counselor at the school messing up his sat scores and then of course his dysfunctional family kind of ruining every chance he gets at maybe getting to stanford from there um and yeah i think that's like the briefest uh plot of of the film um had anyone who's seen this before yeah, I'd seen it. I don't, th- I don't think I've seen it okay. before. Okay, it so it was time. new for you too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in general, how do people like feel about this movie? It is such. It's so plucked from its time. I know. It is so 2002, 2003, I know. <laughs> and you know you have to go back to to the age you were. I was like what like. 11 I was 12. 12 yeah i was like no god <laughs> the secondhand embarrassment that i got throughout the whole movie i was like oh this was just my life 10 mm-hmm. years 15 years ago i can't whatever that math is yeah <laughs> uh, so i mean it was like i had to stand back a little bit from the movie yeah the sand back mm-hmm. um i really like the premise and the beginning and the cast but I think the movie lost me as it kind of like went throughout, especially just as you mentioned, it's such a moment of its time mm. um, that I think some of the jokes just really, for me, just did not like hold up. But I think the core premise and the core cast, I think, brought a lot like Catherine O'Hare, Jack Black, Con Hank. Like, I really, I know I mean, she's amazing in everything. I'm watching Schitt's Creek right now, and she's just fucking amazing in everything that she's in. <laughs> she's a comedic genius. Yes. Yeah. She can spin anything into gold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it is very much a product of its time. That's one of the things I wrote about this was just like, this movie is so 2002. Even just that song, that butterfly song playing yeah. constantly. Mm-hmm. Is... Also just that music is playing nonstop. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. an MTV it's... movie. So Every they're time gonna it's like... a new establishing yeah. shot, there's all a, another the... song. I know. it's Yeah, it's like continuously <clears throat> reminding you this is 2002. Um... And you can get the soundtrack through MTV <laughs> Records or whatever, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I will say that I owned the double DVD of I think we did too. Orange County and uh, School of Rock mm-hmm. because both were written by Mike White. Mm-hmm. And right, who appears in the movie. This, uh, He's in Orange County? Yeah, he appears he's, as the uh, the English teacher. The English teacher, uh, yes. The apparently oh, right, illiterate like, English teacher. And Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which is uh, yeah, Claire a Dane. class where, yes. yeah, where Sean, the, a- the uh, like AP student and like perfect transcript, like student body president is in the same class as his surfer buddies who are quote 
picking each other's butts? <laughs> Who's joke? Who, who is that joke for? What the fuck does that mean? In Lonnie's <laughs> memory, question. we're going to go to the van and pick each other's butts. You're like, what is that? Oh, man. <laughs> um, also, can I, not to interrupt, but no. just real quick, I want to say the fact that they're reading Romeo and Juliet, fucking spring semester of their senior year. What the fuck? What kind of curriculum is that? I, was, I, think uh, I actually uh, read Romeo and Juliet. The kind that the student body president <laughs> with a perfect transcript is in with his surfer buddies who pick their butts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Apparently. Uh, one thing I really appreciate about the premise was, so their friend Lonnie dies in the coolest surfing accident ever. Mm-hmm. It is pretty badass. Um, and so he his life has changed because he finds a book buried in the sand. And I feel like growing up, I definitely related to one piece of art or media, like changing how I think about my life. Mm-hmm. And like, re- like, mm-hmm. Um, As so, did most guys I know in high school. Yes. Yeah, yeah that happens. Um, that happens. So just I just like thought that was like coffee. just a really cool premise to like, <laughs> Ugh. very relatable, like lock this movie around. And at the end of the movie, he buries it back because he doesn't need it anymore. It's like Jumanji. Exactly. It is like the beating heart of this <laughs> Jumanji without fucking crazy animals. <laughs> and it ends up in France somewhere. <laughs> Um, yeah, wee, 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 mama this movie I absolutely <laughs> love um, because like number one it has Jack Black stealing like all the scenes he's in mm-hmm. I wish and I had more disagree. to do I so disagree I, I thought he was so underused I like uh, he's underused yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah but I think really... he underperforms oh 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 I mean oh, I like but this felt totally sapped of energy, which I guess is the character to a degree I that think... he's like kind of a burnout, but like. Yeah, because that's kind of different for like a Jack Black character. But I think it's not necessarily his story. It's Sean's mm-hmm. story. It's Colin Hanks' story. But I yeah. think when he is in the scene, he provides essential, not only essential plot points that always are like, like throwing wrenches in Sean's plans to try to like make things better and get into the school and he's he wants just like, to stay in your room he's like why you're an embarrassment okay, <laughs> like, okay. okay but yeah, also but... providing like wonderful insights into the fact that like getting into Stanford is not the be all end all of his existence like I think that mm-hmm. his brother provides him like well one of my favorite scenes is when it's like everything has gone wrong where Sean like realizes the college counselor sent in the wrong transcript and like he's definitely not going to get in so he decides to get in the car and drive with his brother mm-hmm. and his girlfriend to Stanford to like convince them to let him in which is obviously something that at works n- not but his brother's driving him there and then he's like dude like it's like I've got so many ideas man I like you know there's some people that like yeah. make a t-shirt like Stussy he started making t-shirts and like hats that say like loser and talk to the hand and he's basically like telling his brother in the very Jack Black way that yeah. like there are other ways to like be he's successful and like he's like I got so many dreams man and I think it's just such a beautiful scene where his brother is like sort of unhinged but like giving him I think the grounding perspective and advice that like tells him like the way that the world like the dreams he can achieve without necessarily having to he also does a weird stoner like undercover cop thing in like that last part of the movie too and it's like what is happening here it's it's like inherent vice but like the silliest version of it you know where he hides in the bushes (laughs) yes (laughs) 
Um, I mean, so the reason I picked this movie is not not only because, like, I think it's, like, an interesting, like, family movie, because, like, I do, I am, like, pretty drawn to, like, these dysfunctional family types. Um, and this is an interesting one, too, because I know we talked a lot about how people picked, like, found family movies. And for this one, it's, like, someone who's, like, desperately trying to have a found family. And what he thinks is, like, <laughs> like Stanford will be the right, found right. family. He'll right. transplant himself into people among his intellectual exactly. strata. Yeah, whatever. he will meet people who are better and like much above right, like everyone right. else he's dealt with even though he loves those people he still kind of feels like they're unworthy in some way mm-hmm. and that everyone at Stanford is going to be better um, but like Sur- surprise surprise when he gets there they're all portrayed as kind of like ditzes yeah they're listening to the same fucking music and next, they're doing the same shit at plays parties a pivotal moment yeah. like he listens to that you're yeah, my butterfly right, right. song in his Crazy, high school. He's like, oh God, once I get out of this place, everything's gonna be different. Yeah. And then the first like choreographed number he encounters mm-hmm. at like a frat party is that exact same song yeah. at Stanford. It's like spoiler alert: people are gonna suck no matter where you are. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like that's like a pretty interesting like kind of theme for the movie. But like, this was also a movie that like I watched when I was pretty young, like probably when it first came out, and like watched it with my mom and my sisters, and for what reason all the four of us loved watching this movie together and thought it was like the funniest fucking thing when I was 12 years old and my other sisters were seven and five like we all watching this movie together um and so it's one thing that just like bonded us and that we watched a lot together over the years um so this movie just has like we like talked about this a little bit with like Sam's you know it, when we were talking a little bit about like Sam's movie and stuff just like the things that kind of like bond people together mm-hmm and friends and family like these movies kind of do that and for whatever reason this is one of the movies that we all gravitated (laughs) towards as like our family movie together yeah i think this is also an interesting movie to think about in light of like like college admission admission scandals yeah. and like Mm -hmm. this extremely Uh, yeah. yeah i would argue quite unremarkable rich white boy trying to get into Stanford and like go ahead oh no yeah I I don't like well I guess it's gonna spoil like the whole ending of the movie but like go for it (laughs) you had time to watch it so in the end of the movie like yeah his 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 brother is responsible for accidentally burning down like the uh, Stanford admissions office Um, so that night as though this is not gonna be suspicious at all um, his parents who have reunited uh, essentially buy him into Stanford by donating the funds to to rebuild, rebuild. the building. John Lithgow, John Lithgow's like, I bought you the gym. He just, <laughs> he just, yeah, just buys just buys this kid an education. And then what does he do? Uh, no thanks. I'll stay in Orange County. It's like, um... Also, that you... admissions school, that admissions office is paid for. You're going to Stanford now. <laughs> also, I kept thinking about that, too, because I was like, you guys are rich as fuck, and your last resort is to buy the gym? Like, okay. <laughs> I was really disappointed with the ending. I mean, I understand, like, what Marcus Skinner's whole point, Kevin Klein's whole point was, which is, like, you're writing from a place of experience, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it good. But also, I think that something that we've seen, and I know you guys are going to disagree with me, but um, Sean's family is dysfunctional and brings him nothing but pain. And so I think that to suggest you should keep living in your pain because that's what makes your work good is like intensely fucked up. And the fact that like, I was so upset and disappointed that it's like, oh, well, in order for me to like be successful, I need to just like 
find the good in my family even though like all of this shit happened and it's it's very clear that it wasn't just in that moment it was something that has continuously happened throughout his life like i don't i don't like that shit i don't like it well I, I think don't know that's if one way to look at it. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, I feel like I, it definitely. Yeah, is. with that 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 review where he's like talking to <clears throat> talking to his idol Skinner about that stuff. I mean, it seems as though um, Skinner is approaching this as though they're just like kind of fictional characters that he's he's written and invested mm. himself in, um, and that's kind of uh, Hanks's moment or Sean's moment of like realization that like oh these people have inspired me, which like. Yeah, it's like returning to a toxic environment, but like I guess that's kind of the shoehorned idea of the film, and, and I don't know. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but the movie kind of like explains for, around that I, a bit, I guess. But I think this is a compelling argument too, because I think something that we've also encountered in conversations in previous movies is like how family, whether it's found, like like characters recognizing relationships as multifaceted, like problematic relationships, but also relationships that bring understanding that could mm. still be harmful in many ways like i think we've talked about this in many of the movies in fam- yeah. family and food uh and that like kind of like accepting like the human beings that are within your family as they what they are like they're not going to fit those like archetypes you want them to necessarily yeah and like recognizing that like what someone did was fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. and, and like, and you can leave and like characters key mo- like, uh, you know, we talked in shoplifters, the young boy leaves because of a recognition that like maybe these, re- these relationships. And I think that each character is making different types of decisions, mm. but I think similar recognitions of like, wow. Yeah. The people that I have built relationships with do let me down mm-hmm. sometimes. And that like, I'm learning a lot from these situations yeah. and Sean chooses mm-hmm. to stay in orange County. Yeah. Um, and it would be curious. It would be interesting to see what his actual life, like what right. his parents or but like, like relationship. So with his parents what are. I think I took out of that, which like, I think you can take the toxic family stuff out of it. Like, like, for sure. I that's not a thing I thought about and I definitely don't think it's a movie that 2002 was thinking about at all. I feel like that's a thing that people are now realizing like hey, if you don't that's like true. your family, you don't have to go to Thanksgiving. That's a thing I've heard like within the past year more often than I have like any other time in my life. Yeah, I agree. Um for me like when I listen to that conversation, it's a lot about like the school you go to isn't the thing that will like necessarily make you the good writer or like that's that's what I really love in that because like I you know I was not someone that could like afford to go to like the best school as like many people are like not in that situation either and a lot of people before like became these amazing writers not because they went to school for it or anything like that so I think like him having that realization is like a really grounding moment for Sean and pretty important whether he decides to actually go to Stanford or not. Um, Cause it, again, like if it's just the school you go to, well like, yeah, you probably don't have anything like that really special to be, be like writing mm-hmm. about or doing. Um, Save your money and go to state school. That's my advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I back that. I, that. Um, the other thing I want to talk about a little bit too is just like some of the performances that I thought were really great in it. Like Catherine O'Hara is like amazing. She's a delight. She's so good. The best like smothering mother. 
Mm-hmm. She but reminds me of one of my endearing. aunts, like to a T, <laughs> no. and it's oh, fucking no. terrifying oh, no. sometimes. <laughs> Even like her haircut and like the way she dressed in that movie. Again, very specific, like two thousand two, <laughs> yeah. like oh, yeah, working yeah, yeah. mom kind of look, which is really funny. But like everything about it, I was like, ooh, yeah, I know this character. <laughs> <laughs> oh and my then, god! Which um, she's like. I gave up what's his name, the tennis instructor, to marry Bob. Bob. Fucking Bob. The punching oh, bag of the movie. Poor Bob. When he like is hitting the glass, I feel so terrible for him. And like he's like bleeding from the back mm-hmm. of the head. It's like that poor man. Um, I hope they took care of him after. Um <laughs> And then um, John Lithgow is, like, the counterpart, is, like, the dad. Seems like the perfect stereotypical, like, rich dad that doesn't give a fuck about, like, education and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, he has that one line where he's just, like... Like, why do you, like, why do you want to be a writer? You're not oppressed. You're not gay. And you're just like, wow, that is, like, so many people's dads. <laughs> that was kind of the one interesting thing that I thought about, too, too, when he finally confronts Skinner and they're talking about his story. And Skinner makes the comment, it's like, your characters are truly unique. You have, like, the drunk mother or, like, the such and such <laughs> father or, like, the burnout stoner brother. And I'm like, um... These aren't unique characters. You just said that they're <laughs> like <Super> archetypes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. Like, yeah, this is this... like every other book written by a mediocre white man. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Sean's well, a nice kid. <laughs> theoretically, it's a mediocre white man telling him this too. And it's also, even though it's played true. by Kevin Klein. <laughs> it's also a tremendously like typical like college admission essay that we're treated to at the beginning. Is like I used to be a certain way. Then a tragic thing happened to me while I was in high school, and it was so formative that now I'm going to college to find myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eh? Sound like uh, maybe MLA format a little bit? This yeah, was great. probably no, no honestly, wonder why Lily Tomlin just fucked up and didn't realize that he was a different Sean. <laughs> I yeah. do love that moment when the other Sean was like, "I'm going to Stanford." He was so that's, happy. That's weird this moment. movie probably was Mike White's college admissions essay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like, maybe. I believe it hundred percent. Which I kind of love that idea of yeah. like taking that very basic story to make it like this weird odyssey. Um, yeah. Um, also, I just, like, this movie, I, I do think, has, like, some really genuinely funny moments in it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there, and, like, part of it, too, is, like, I know when I was, like, watching it and, like, thinking about some of the lines, it's, again, like, my mom and I, like, cracking up at, like, some of the dumb stuff that they were saying. Um, but Harold Remus is in it for a uh, pretty brief great. amount of time. Yeah, it's pretty great. As Stanford's, like, college admissions, like, person. And he... Uh, is accidentally given drugs uh, by toast. Jack Black's character. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's in the Sean's car. Which was greatly set up of like, the, the blue bottle has these and the green bottle has those. No, wait, no. It's... And he, he has this delivery where he goes, Sean, you're my same height. That, that is, is weird. weird. <laughs> or the other one that's really great is just as, as he's saying something about like the college admissions, just like, yeah, yeah, you know, 82%. <laughs> And then it just hangs there. <laughs> Such wonderful comment, like an arbitrary, like college, or just like. Which it kind of, when he starts the sentence, it sounds like, oh, this is the same shit he said <laughs> yeah. to like every other person he's yeah. talked to. Yeah. Yeah. But you are my same height. <laughs> that is weird. It's pretty good. Yeah. R.I.P. Harold Ravis. Harold Ravis is pretty great. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, I I think that's like there's I have, you know, uh, you know, I'm the child of divorce. There's some definitely like dysfunctional mm-hmm. archetypes in my family that are pretty similar and I feel like it's just like really relatable. And maybe that's the reason why like me and my my mom and sisters like really gravitated toward this movie, but it is silly as fuck. It has like a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, <laughs> it's not a no, highly yeah. regarded classic, but it is one I enjoy quite a bit. I remember seeing the VHS cover or the DVD cover yeah. like blockbuster like with the oranges with and the, the oranges eyes in the, the face it's pretty iconic yeah, looking it's, it's which an I think iconic is cool. poster so that's yeah that's like what's in the forefront of my mind of remembering this movie Colin Hanks going from Band of Brothers to then Orange County I know <sighs> well I think he's, he's pretty good career. In his, I think he's pretty good in this yeah, movie I think you see him such... channeling a lot of his dad's kind of stuff like as he's reading the rejection letter there's very like Mm. You could see like a like yeah. early eighties Tom Hanks, forlorn Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have such a soft spot for Colin Hanks. Yeah. he's um, he's got a small role in uh, Get Over It, which is another oh, classic yeah. teen rom com. He's and... good in that one season of Fargo too. Oh, I, oh, I need to watch the rest I of that. Watch it was that. so yeah. good. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that was I think watching this movie for the first time was it reminds me a lot of Booksmart. Olivia Wilde's movie, which oh, came I out still this need year, to see that um, because it has a very similar premise where the lead girls never partied, never went out. They spent all of their high school career studying, and they, you know, they got into like these really high caliber schools, and then they think that nobody else got into these schools, and then everybody reveals what schools they went to: the jocks, the burnouts. They all got into Stanford and Yale and Harvard. Mm. So it's kind of this interesting parallel that even you know, twenty years later, twenty plus years later, these still same stories are being mm. told. Yeah, and that's, like, an interesting, like, different kind of twist on, like, mm-hmm. the same idea. It's almost like education in America can be bought if you're privileged enough to buy it. Oh! 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 Not I. Well, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> um, any any other thoughts or anything before we wrap up? SpongeBob. SpongeBob's in it, and Jack Black's yucking it up, and so am I, because oh, SpongeBob my. is great. My God. Oh, it's yeah. true. Mm. It's SpongeBob. So um, Lithgow's looking good. He's looking, uh, he's looking sharp in this movie. Yeah. I think he's, he's, you know, he's pretty good, uh, in pretty good shape. There's the flirty stepmom, which is weird. What's her um, age? That's, uh, that's Judd Apatow's voice. Leslie, Leslie Mann. Man. Yeah. Man. She's also very she's good. very good. Yeah. She's she's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the kid is like, I want my booty. My booty. And she's, yeah, she's really good. A uh, really nice cameo from Ben Stiller. Oh, oh my God! Like the yes, fire chief. Your name, Your name is, is Joe John. Joe John. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, also, the like the the design of like the school. I mean, like the high school. It's like one of the most bizarre looking highs. It's like what? It's like M. C. Escher High. Well, although was was High School Musical filmed in that same high school? That high school I looks know, super maybe, familiar. Yeah. I've never Research seen High School I Those angular, have, I like, remember, though. ceilings? High school, me? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just throw them out there. I don't know. Throw them out there. <laughs> Seems like check your facts. <laughs> check your yourself. fucking source. <laughs> I don't have Sign one. It. <laughs> Recesses of my brain. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like at the end of the day, this movie doesn't doesn't do anything that other movies of its era didn't really go out of their way to do as far as like those the kind of like genre tropes mm-hmm. and things like that. But, I mean, there are some performances that really sell it. I think... Uh, O'Hara is great. Uh, Hanks is really good. I, I don't recall the name of the actress who plays um, Ashley. Skylar Fisk. Skylar Fisk. She's also really good. in Snow Day. Yeah, that's oh, right. I want to shout out yes. my girl Skylar because she always brings a really 
tender performance to any like I. She's I love definitely her. an early Visco girl, but she's killing it. And she's yeah. not like a wishy washy. She uh, is, is the kind of thing we're treated to in like girlfriends of this era, especially yeah. because so many of those films are so like male centric as far as protagonists. It's like they're always either like um, totally like. Uh, dismissive and like annoyed with like what's going on with the boyfriend she cares a a point. or they like care yeah. too much and are like clingy there's a really nice middle ground here where yeah, she's I like agree. a person yeah, yeah. and it's, it's played really well and like that can be complicated like she can want the best for her boyfriend but also be sad that he might be leaving right. and yeah and she's I think got she the right idea yeah yeah, so she does a really good job. Um, the guy who plays Kip does a really good job. That guy's been in a ton of stuff since then, but like that was like an early kind of like I think it was one of his first uh, mm-hmm. first acting roles. But he's really good. And the whole um, God, what is his whole screenplay thing? Is like a a vampire vampire reunification of Germany. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, or something like that. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. It's a strange movie that like I think it's 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 generally pretty shallow, mm-hmm. but when there are moments that shine through they shine through through the through several like i said only a handful of the performances yeah. so well that it kind of that plus the editing pace of the movie like this movie flies by in yeah. my opinion mm-hmm. um there's really isn't too much time to get bogged down in like how it's in a sense like either derivative or just like um a little bit uh, a little bit lacking in depth because it, you know you're paying attention to the yeah. it allows you to pay attention to the two it's good features because of its pacing I think. yeah for sure cool well thanks guys uh we're gonna take a quick break and then be back with our whiteboard question yeah this little chump's gonna cry wee 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 all the way to the business <laughs> short break with uh, some dope tunes uh we are back with our whiteboard question as well as a very special quiz we all have taken um which i think maybe we've all realized we had the same results for um not i no okay this happens a lot though so i guess that's on par sam it's not you this time yeah this quiz is what jack black character are you i believe right yes and it is from uh quote v.com it's not good and i think it's only one of two jack black quizzes that are on the interweb surprising that i could find so yes not not great uh but uh we do have the quiz as well as the whiteboard question which um for this movie since like i really feel like there wasn't like too much to go like really deep into with orange county um 
I, I kind of just reflected on why I like this movie. Like I said, it's because like it's something like my family and I really bonded over, even though it isn't probably the greatest piece of media. It's something we all love. Um, so like kind of in that sense, I just kind of wanted people to like bring up uh, a movie or a TV show or just like something like an inside joke your fam- family kind of like gathers around with. Are uh, we doing that and uh, and our quiz results? Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, anyone uh, want to start? I can go first. Yeah. So myself and some others got Jerry from Be Kind Rewind. Yes. Christine also got it, who is not here right now. She, evap- but, <coughs> yes. she evaporated. She had to leave for important reasons. Uh, so for Jerry, you are strange. You believe the government are always watching you, therefore living in a trailer. But you are still friendly and willing to help out others. I mean, I'm not far from that. No, that sounds. I mean, we both answered the government for all the questions mm, on here. Trailer, no trailer, but I for sure don't want to leave my house or talk to anyone. And he's wearing a funny hat in this picture on the. Yeah, I'm assuming it's supposed to be like the tinfoil hats. Yeah. Um. So we three of us got Jerry, and my kind of interesting family bad movie we like is Mark Wahlberg's Patriots Day. Ooh, no. really? Uh, from 2016. No. That's like a, a that's recent. Yeah. Wow. So okay. this is a Peter Berg film. Uh, yes, Peter Berg. Ugh. Okay. So my mom's moved to New Hampshire about five years ago, mm-hmm. and so we just love doing all New England things, like Massachusetts, but not the Patriots, never the New England Patriots. So the Boston bombing was a, <laughs> a big, a big deal. And, you know, this movie was actually pretty interesting. We watched it kind of just as a fun joke. Mark Wahlberg plays a fictional police officer who is essentially the spirit of Boston. Uh, and he has to inspire everybody else in Boston to be strong and to go after these people that did the Boston bombing. And the film actually gets some pretty good action scenes, pretty intense, uh, some good character work. Mark Wahlberg has some great quotes. And <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, as the spirit of Boston, goes to the FBI and says, you got to listen to Boston. Boston talks. Listen to it. Let it talk to you. Let it talk to you, bro. And, you know, this is just a fun movie. I like to quote. So that's just a fun little New England family tradition. The most unrealistic thing you said there was that he has to inspire Boston to be passionate about something. L O L. I don't I probably don't speak for Boston itself, but as someone from Boston, you. <laughs> so, you know, I really I gotta get this movie a recommend. It takes right. about thirty minutes to get really started. Uh JK Simmons is in it too. Um and I, I mean, think you gotta get J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Show me pictures. Um, and it actually has some pretty intense, brutal action scenes as they're trying to like hunt down the people who did the bombing. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I was like, show me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> yep. Oh man. That's how they catch the Boston bombers. <laughs> uh, the tireless efforts of whatever that fucking reporter's name is. Uh, J. Okay. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, Patriots Day. Oh, I like it. I gotta give it a recommend. How many times have you watched it with your family? Once. Since Okay. But we always quote it. Okay. Great. I love it. Um, So, I have two. One is a movie that I watch with my dad. I feel like I've mentioned this before, but um, for some reason, this happened a lot 
where my dad and I would both be watching a walk to remember and then like I'd be watching it in the living room he'd be watching it in his room and then like he would come out to the living room we'd just both just sit down and watch it (laughs) or we would both be together he was scrolling through the guide and he would just put it on and it happened for years so now (laughs) it's a joke that like he and I anytime it's on we know and we watch it which is kind of sweet and then Speaking of, like, a bad movie, this isn't my family, this is my friends, but they're my family, too. There's this one movie called The Covenant. I feel like I've also talked about this. It is so bad. It is hot, steaming garbage, but Sebastian That's Stan the dudes, is in right? it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sebastian Stan is in it. Way, like, before he's Bucky Barnes, like, Yeah, that's, like, mid-2000s, decades. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And my best friend and I, we watched that every sleepover we had for, like, two months. And that was, like, every weekend. Whoa. I, I don't know why. I I watched it recently, and I was I remember like, the trailer. I mean, it was, like, hot dude witches. I mean, like, that was yeah. it. That was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know why. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Movie. We watched yeah. the... Right, right. There's one scene in there that is probably... My favorite scene in, in in any movie I've ever watched. Um, the main girl, I can't remember her name, but she has to, she's in a dorm and she shares the room with someone else and we get to see like the interior of the room a little bit and on her nightstand is a framed 8 by 10 portrait of a dog and I was like, you know what? Same. Same. I mean, it's basically the plot of like many YA books I read, you know? But it's just like, it is just the bust of a dog. <laughs> Nothing in the back. You Perfect. know, whatever. It's 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 beautiful. Mm-hmm. I went to the bookstore the other day and I saw a series I was really into about like a college witch uh, mm-hmm. who solved murders. Ooh, and yeah. I was like, I'm so embarrassed I found these, but also kind of want to reread them and remember what happened. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. Do you have any... Uh, well, I got a different result for the quiz. I got a different Jack Black character. Mine was um, Carl Denham, mm. uh, who uh, is from the film King Kong. Um, oh. oh. The description oh. here is uh, you, you face debt and threats. Give and you save yourself. You face debt? And to save yourself, you risk life. You may put yourself and everyone in danger to get a job done. Wow. Oh, oh damn. Um, Another, wasn't Colin Hanks also in that? Was he? Maybe. Tom Hiddleston was. I never got around to seeing so that it was, one. Uh, oh, you're thinking yeah. of the different Kong. Oh, I'm oh, thinking of the other oh, Kong. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking, uh, I am wrong oh, 100%. I liked, I liked Kong Skull Island. I was into it. Was, yeah. It was fine. You're right. It was Naomi Watts. And Jack Black. Yeah. And yes. somebody else. I'm pretty sure Colin Hanks is in that also, which is really interesting. Let's see. Computer. I'll look it up. Anyway, in the meantime, as for uh, traditionalizing movies in a familial sense, I don't think that really happened with us for the most part. I tried to introduce something maybe like two or three years ago that was um, – we just happened to watch The Big Lebowski when I was home on Easter. Mm. And uh, I wanted to make that a thing, but I, ha- I don't think I've been home for Easter since then. So um, I don't know. Maybe that will be one to, uh, to have them uh, carry out in absentia while, I, while I'm not there. That's happened to me. I keep trying to make um... – now that like Mystery Science Theater is kind of a thing that's back again, for the past couple of years they've streamed on YouTube like live Turkey Day because on Comedy Central they used to just play episodes back to back on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and so they'll do it on YouTube now. And there's been a couple of years where I've tried to introduce it into Thanksgiving, and at one point like I remember my mom just being like, 
so can we turn this off while we eat dinner and I'll put on like jazz or something? And I was like, oh man, they're not into watching bad mystery science theater episodes with me, which was like very disappointing. But I was like, it's okay. I'll figure it out someday. Do you want to hear the King Kong update? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Colin Hanks is in it. Yeah. And Jamie Bell is as well. <gasps> what? Yeah, just for you, Sam. What's, who, I, don't, I don't. Jimmy. Great. Really? Wait is, a minute. What is his name in Snowpiercer? Jimmy. It might be. Peter Jackson's big movie after fucking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yep, 2005. Yeah, crazy. I have a very distinct Christmas Day memory mm-hmm. of getting a Nintendo DS with the King Kong game and Mario Kart DS. Wow. That King Kong game fucking sucks. I don't remember it. Yeah, doesn't sound like it was a popular thing <laughs> while not. I was uh, growing up. No. But Mario Kart DS, great game. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, I think for me, another... I'm trying to think of like another like movie one because we have like a couple like we love Tommy Boy and stuff like mm. we watch that a lot together. But there's a weird movie that I think was on like sci-fi called Ah Zombies, I think. <laughs> and it's bad. It's really bad. But for whatever reason, my mom loves it and references it all the time mm. now. And it's like in a, it's an interesting plot. It's like a zombie movie, but it's from the perspective of zombies, and they don't actually realize they're zombies. Huh. So they're moving really slow, but they just like because there's you know how zombies move in movies, but like they you just know, perceive zombies. it as like everyone else is moving really fast, and they don't understand why people are scared of them. It was like it's like kind of an interesting premise, but it's a made-for-TV sci-fi movie, so it's terrible quality. The oh, acting God. fucking sucks. Like the graphics are terrible. But for some reason, like every time I'm home, my mom's like, "Ah, ah, zombies! Remember that?" Oh my movie? God. That's cute. <laughs> yep. Cool. Um, so yeah, I think I think that about wraps it up. Anything we'd like to plug before we plug ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a pretty blue podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> So before we promote this project that we all I'm do together, launch myself into the sun. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Is there anything else people want to mention? No. Great. So uh, oh, you can find well, us on yeah. all of the social media. Butter with that. Butter with that one on Twitter. Butter with that podcast at gmail.com. We love emails. Connor really loves emails specifically. We all love them, but Connor cries when we don't get them. So please. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be back soon with more fun episodes where i don't say things like i just said um a Catherine O'Hare connection yeah there you go great um Plugging and yeah ourselves <laughs> it's over bye 